Hallelujah. You are welcome. We've not had a prayer altar for a while because this me have been all over the place. <laughs> but we bless God for the opportunity and the privilege. So we know that by his grace, we would pray into divine helper today. Hallelujah. So let's just begin to first of all, thank the Lord for the privilege, the opportunity to come back once more on the prayer altar. I mean, it's supposed to be twice a month, but because of all the other things we've been doing, it's been, we've missed a few months, but we still thank God because even though we've not gathered on this particular altar, we've met on other altars. So the Lord has been with us. Let's thank him for today, the 14th, that we're able to come back on today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And as we invoke the altar of the divine helper in our lives, we will begin to see the hand of our mighty God, our Father, our King, the glorious protector and defender of our faith, the lifter up of our head, the mighty man in battle, the King of glory, the ancient of days, the everlasting God. He's the one we've come to worship, to honor, to adore, to glorify because he says when we call upon him, he will answer us. And even as we are still speaking, he's already done what we've come to ask him for. So we know that our God, he listens. He said to him who answers prayer, do all flesh come. So we've come tonight to our Father, the one whose ears are not deaf to our cry and to our call, the one who, the one who is able to pluck us out of the hands of the enemy, the one who is able to deliver us from everything that the enemy brings at us. So we are grateful, O Lord. We are grateful for your faithfulness. We are grateful for your grace, Lord. We are grateful for your love, Lord. We are grateful for all the things you've done for us, for all the things you continue to do. Blessed be your holy name. There is none like you, everlasting Father. You are wonderful, glorious in holiness. You're fearful in praises, doing wonders in our lives, in our homes, in our communities, Father, in our ministries, in our families. We bless your holy name. We thank you, El Shaddai. We thank you, King of glory, because that's all we were created to do, to worship you, to glorify you, to adore you, to magnify you. Thank you, Lord of hosts. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, once more, thank you. We're praying into the, the, the altar of divine helper tonight. And I want to take us through the text first and foremost in Matthew chapter 14 from verse 22. This was when Jesus walked on water. He said, immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While they dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed the crowd, he went upon the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch, hallelujah, in the fourth watch, um, in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them. So this was Jesus now coming to them in the fourth watch, walking on the sea. But, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is me, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, ah, brother Peter, Lord, it is, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. 
So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out and took him, took hold of him, saying to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So, Lord, save me. Lord, save me was Peter's cry. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and plucked Peter out of danger, out of destruction, out from drowning. And that's what we need to do. Cry out to God when we get to that point. Because naturally, we are inadequate in ourselves. We cannot do things of ourselves. We are not capable of doing spiritual things without the Holy Spirit. We need him to help us. God is the ultimate helper. He is the ultimate helper. He is the only one who is wise enough to know how we can navigate the terrains of this world. He is the only one who is strong enough to carry us through whatever we are going through. He is the only one loving enough to comfort us and keep us standing even when everything else is shaky. In fact, God is more than everything to us. He's the one who can keep us, the one who can hide us, the one who can protect us. And we see from the scripture in 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 4, it said, But whenever you were in distress and turned to the Lord, hallelujah, the God of Israel, and sought him out, you found him. God is not hiding from us. God is not hidden from us. God is not far from us. He's very near. So whenever we turn to him, whenever we call him, whenever we cry out, God will answer us. So tonight, first and foremost, let's begin to ask the Lord to begin to thank him for delivering us from all those perils. He's a divine helper for helping us in every situation that we have gone through in the last few days, the last few months, and the last few hours and minutes that we didn't even know we needed a helper, but he still turned up for us. He still was there for us. So let's begin to thank him for that opportunity. Thank him that indeed our divine helper will never leave us alone. Our divine helper is always there. Our divine helper is always picking us up dusting us off setting us up let's thank him because indeed he alone is the one that can overcome our distress he alone is a consuming fire that will burn up every other thing that comes against us so let's thank him that he's a dependable helper he's a trustworthy helper he's a helper that will not say no to us a helper that no matter what we ask of him he is willing he is able he is capable to help us so we give him praise tonight just magnify the lord for helping us hallelujah because we all need the helpers we need divine helpers we need destiny helpers nobody will rise up to help us if our divine helper does not set the course if our divine helper does not send out the, the information, if our divine helper does not assign, approve, ordain, and send out the ones who should help us, nobody will help us. So we need our divine helper in every area of our lives to rise up for, our, for us, to defend us, and to help us in places where we, need to, where we need help. So let's begin to thank him that we can depend on him in our times of weakness because we know that he's able to help us in abilities that we cannot do things that we cannot do we trust him to help us in every area of our lives in our businesses in our spiritual work in our ministries in our relationships with our children everything and anything god can help us in them hallelujah 
Glory be to God. When you look at the word, uh, I mean, I said the word, when you look at the scripture in Psalm 54, verse 4, it said, Behold, oh my goodness, behold, that means open your eyes, look, see, behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. Because if God has not been helping us all through this time, we won't be where we are now. We won't have come this far. It's only because the Lord has been helping us. So let's go ahead and begin to thank him for being not just our helper, but the sustainer of our soul. Thank you, Father, for being my helper and the sustainer of my soul. I bless your name, Lord of hosts, because I can look up to you for not just help, but for sustainers, spiritual sustainers, mental sustainers, emotional sustainers, or financial sustainers, physical sustainers, whatever sustainers, I need, you can provide because you're the sustainer of my soul. I am grateful, O Lord, for you are indeed the helper of my soul, the helper of my destiny, my divine helper, and the sustainer of my soul. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. John 14, 13 to 14 says, whatever we ask in his name, he said, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He says, it's not to please you, but that the Father will be glorified in the Son. Whatever you ask, I will do, so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, this I will do. It's amazing that God says anything. It, there's no limit to what we can ask for. He's able to deliver. He's able, unlimited, limitless, uncountable. God is able. So right now, prayer, Father, thank you for assuring me that there is nothing I cannot ask you for help of. There's nothing you will not help me for. Father, thank you for assuring me that there's nothing I cannot ask you for help for. There's nothing you will not help me for. Lord, thank you for assuring me. Indeed, it's an assurance. It's an assurance that you, before you look for a human being to help you, you've already cried to God. And God will lay it on your heart or on the person's heart. Whoever is supposed to help you, the Lord will lay it on their heart. But it comes from God. It's a leading. It senses the direction from the Lord. So thank the Lord for assuring you that there's no limit to the help he will give you. There's no limit to the type of help that he will render. There's nothing he will not do for his children. So give him that praise and ask him. He says, whatever we ask. I enunciated it, whatever we ask, so that we understand that we can go and say, Lord, I just need to be cool. Praise God. For those of you who know me very well, there was a time where I could not stand heat. Everybody's wearing double jumper and everything. And I'm the one wearing with the fan. You always see me with the fan. Fanning myself because I'm always hot. And my friends decided, no, we, we're tired of this thing. Because where we are, where we are hot, we are cold. Where you're cold, we're hot. They started praying about it. So now I'm like, Lord, I need you to make my room cool because I can't sleep in this heat. Lord, I need you to make my room uh, hot because I can't sleep in this cold. Lord, I need you pray about anything and everything. That's what God is saying to us. So now we're going to pray. Ask for boldness. Boldness and authority to ask the Lord for whatever we need, whatever help we need. Boldness and authority because sometimes we can be timid and say, ah, the Lord does not uh, listen to those kind of prayers. God will not. He hears the prayer. 
It doesn't matter what the prayer. Lord, I need help in this area. Lord, I need your hand in this thing. Lord, I need your voice in this thing. Lord, I need your direction. Help comes from the Lord. Comes from no man else, no one else but from the Lord. So we need the boldness to go before the Lord and ask the Lord for what we need. We need the boldness to speak out and say, Father, have mercy on me. As it says in Psalm 30, verse 10, 11. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Be my helper. That's why I want to just be my helper in times of difficulties, in times of challenges, in times of trouble, in times of fear, in times of need. Lord, be my helper because there's no one else I would rather go to but you. See, we don't have to bribe God. We don't have to cajole him. We don't have to pay him for him to step up and help us. He will help us because he's our helper. So, but we still need to go in boldness and ask for what we need. Ask for the help. So we're asking tonight, Lord, for the boldness. Boldness to pray and ask for help. Boldness and influence and authority to declare what we want to see, what we want to hear, what we want from the Lord. Not reluctance. We should not be reluctant in approaching the Father. After all, that's who he is, our Father. Our Father, He's inviting us to come to Him. He's inviting us to call, call, call upon Him. Hallelujah. So we know that every time we call upon God for help, He will hear us and He will answer us. So let's thank Him for that opportunity that we know that God always hears our prayer. As we're thanking Him, we begin to pray for that. Open my eyes, oh God. I'm trying to think of the Psalm, Psalm 121. Let me open that while we're praying. Go ahead and begin to thank the Lord for the, for, for the boldness to cry upon, cry to Him. The boldness to call upon Him. That when you need hand, when you need a hand, the Lord will be, is always ready to hear us. Hallelujah. The Lord is always ready to hear us and he will hear us in times of, of desperation. He will hear us in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of our Father and our God. We give you praise, Lord of hosts, because we know that when we cry, you hear. When we call, you answer. Hallowed be your name, O God. Hallelujah. Psalm 121. It says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He will keep you and he will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is the shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. You just think about it. This is such a lovely psalm. It's a scripture that we can just take comfort from. Comfort in because we know that God is there. He's our helper. He will keep us no matter what comes against us. The Lord will help us. The Lord will deliver, deliver us. So we think about it that, oh God, in times of difficulty, in times of pain, in times of challenges, help me to look up to you and cry to you. Help me to lift my eyes to you. The one I know will hear me and answer me. The one I know is dependable. The one I know is capable. The one I know is able to help me. Father, in times 
times of challenges, help me open my eyes, oh God, to look up to you. Because only from you does the help I need come from. My help comes from you, oh God. Not from anyone and anything else but from you. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, I praise you. I thank you for that. I ask you to help me to look up to you in the times of difficulty and challenge. Because my help comes from you, Father. That when I need help, I'll look up to you and I'll receive the help that is needed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Our help comes from the Lord. Not from anybody around us. The people around us will want to, some people will want to help us. But believe it or not, some of them will not even move. But when God lays it on the heart of somebody to help you, they will help you. Hallelujah. Oh yes, as we lift up our eyes. So thank the Lord for watching over you. Thank the Lord for watching over us. That whatever we go through will not stumble, will not falter because our helper is on standby. Our helper is with us. Our helper is around us. Our helper is waiting to help us. So let's thank the Lord that indeed our helper is always there. No matter what we go through, no matter what we experience, no matter what we face, the the Lord of hosts, our helper is there. He will help us because our eyes are set on him. We're looking up to him and not to man, not to anybody else but to him. In the name of Jesus, we will not stumble, we will not falter, we will not fall because our helper is on standby. In the name of of Jesus. Father, thank you. We're going to pray that Lord, no matter what we come through, no matter what we face, we will not be moved. We will not be moved. No matter what we experience, we will not be moved. Why? Because as I said, the helper of our destiny, the divine helper is on standby. He's there to support us, to protect us, to deliver us, to save us and see us through whatever we're going through. So go ahead right now and begin to thank the Lord. That Lord, because you are with me, you are my helper. I shall not be moved no matter what I go through. I shall not be moved no matter what I face. I shall not be moved no matter what I experience. I shall not be moved no matter what I hear. In the name of Jesus, because you, my divine helper, is by my side. You are walking through me. You are walking with me. You're walking me out of everything I'm going through right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says the Lord, the Lord saw the affliction of Israel. Hallelujah. Which was very bitter in 2 Kings 14, 20, 20, 26. The Lord saw the affliction of Israel, which was very bitter for there was neither bond nor free, nor was there a helper for Israel. Can you imagine? Not a helper for Israel. That's a whole nation didn't have a helper. If the nation didn't have a helper, how can the people have helper? So you think about it, the Lord saw the affliction that they didn't have a helper. So he was willing to step in as their helper if they will allow him, if they will accept him, if they will acknowledge him. It's the same as us. Sometimes God will send us helpers, we'll look at our helpers and think, oh no, I'm waiting for God. I'm sure we've all heard that test. That um, I, I wouldn't call it a testimony, it's a very funny story of, I don't even know how that story came into being. I'm not sure if it's real, of the man who was who was caught, um, who was in the sea, capsized, and he was drowning or something was happening, and he was praying and asking God to send him help. God, God sent a, uh, uh, someone paddling a canoe. God, the guy looked at it and said, no, no, this can't be my helper. God sent a, a, a boat. He said, that, that's not my boat. God sent this one. He said, God sent a, he said he was waiting for a divine help. And then I think, so that's why I said, I don't know how the story came about. And then he died and they got to heaven and, and he says, God, I prayed to, for you to send me help. Why didn't you send me help? God said, look at all the help I sent you. 
what were you thinking that was going to come he said he was expecting god to bring it out his hand down and pluck him out that's the thing we're expecting the supernatural in situations where it's already happening because god hears our prayer god does something about it but we're waiting for god to physically manifest when god is saying i've sent you help you're ignoring the help so right now we're going to say father may i not miss my helpers whoever my helpers are may i not miss the help you send me from he says send me help from the sanctuary when god sends help from the sanctuary help me not to miss that help Father, help me not to miss the help that you send me. Because we need to recognize our helpers. The helpers that are divine helpers. Because God's the one who has sent them to us. We will not miss our divine helpers. So Lord, help me not to miss my helpers in the name of Jesus. Help me not to miss my helpers in the name of Jesus. Because if God saw the affliction of Israel, that they did not have a helper, God knew they needed a helper, but they probably did not ask for a helper. So right now we're asking, Father, help me. Help me to not miss my helper. Help me to recognize my helper. Help me to acknowledge my helper. Help me to receive my helper. That's very important. Because sometimes we don't receive help. When somebody wants to do something, oh, okay, I can do it by myself. Yeah, it's all right. But God says, that's the help I've sent you. So we must learn to receive help. We must not ignore our helpers. We must not um, abandon our helpers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we're going to pray, Father, thank you for the assurance that you will be with me in whatever I go through. And you will see me through the difficulty that I'm going to go through. In the name of Jesus. Because it's one thing for us to be going through something. And knowing that we're asking God for help. But then sometimes we feel like we're on our own. We're alone. We have no one helping us. There's nobody there to support us, to encourage. Father, help me. Thank you for the assurance that you will be with me in whatever I go through in life. In this life, whatever we go through, we desire, we covet the help of the Lord. We desire, we covet the presence of God. We desire, we covet the hand of the Lord. So, Lord, thank you for that assurance that in whatever I go through in life, you will not leave me alone. You will be with me. You will be with me. In whatever it is I will go through, whatever it is I will experience, you will be with me. Hallelujah. I, I, I keep opening scriptures today. Sorry, I'm going to grab that quickly again. Deuter I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 3. I want us to look at that and then pray from that again. So we recognize the helper is already assuring us. That no area of our lives will be left unattended. He will meet us at our name. He says from verse 1, hallelujah. He says, but now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And when the flame, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as ransom for you, Kosh and Seba in exchange for you. Hallelujah. That is amazing. This should give us peace. 
No matter the challenge we're going through, no matter the difficulty we're going through, this should give us peace that the wilderness we're struggling in, the challenges we're facing is not enough to stop God from moving on on our path. It's not enough to cause God to not help us. He says he will help us. He will deliver us. He will ransom us. He will do. He will do all the things that we ask him to do. So right now, begin to thank the Lord for agreeing to ransom us. Hallelujah. And calling us by name. He knows us by name. So no matter what we're going through, God already knows you're going through that. He knows your name. He can align your name to whatever it is you're facing. So be glad. Let's be glad that when we come to the Lord, the Lord already knows the situation. And he's saying to us, I will ransom you. That is a deep thing. Because we know people are being kidnapped all over the world and they will ask for ransom. Some of the ransom are so unreasonable. And if you don't have that kind of ransom to pay, what happens? Your loved one will be killed or something, whatever. But God is saying, I will ransom you with a whole nation. I will ransom you with a whole people. So that is very encouraging and assuring that it doesn't matter what you're going through, my daughter. I will ransom you. Ah, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Begin to thank the Lord. Thank him that you're placing your trust and your confidence in him. That whatever you go through, the fire, the water, none of them will overcome you. None of them will overshadow you. None of them will defeat you. No difficulty. No challenge, no situation will defeat us. We will not allow the enemy to scare us. We will not allow the enemy to overshadow and overwhelm us and defeat us because the Lord says we should not fear. He is our helper. He is there to help us. He is there to deliver us. He is there to lift us up. He is there to rescue us. He is there to protect us. He is there to defend us. So we are grateful so we can put our trust in him. Yes, Lord, we put our trust in you. We put our trust and our confidence in you. Because you have promised and we know you will never fail. You will not fail us, O God. As our divine helper, you will not fail us. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bless God for all that he's doing for us. We're still praying and we're still thanking him. Because he's a, he's a good, good father. There's no quantity or quality of challenge that we'll face that God cannot rescue us from. There is no depth of issues that will come against that God cannot help us with. There is nothing at all on the face of eternity that God cannot help us with. Because he sees the end from the beginning. He already knows even before we came to that junction that we're going to be there. And he knows what to do when we get there. He's not waiting for us to get there and then get confused as to, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? No, he already knows. And it's so interesting that Reverend Ruth was praying to Sambalat and Tobias yesterday. Day. And I'm thinking that is it. How many times in our lives, professionally, ministry, um, so spiritually, even family, has Sambalat and Tobias risen up against us? That's in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 1 to 20 something. We read that story and we think how many things, how many people are coming against us? Wanting to pull us down, wanting to destroy us, wanting to overcome us, wanting to overwhelm us. But no matter how angry they are, no matter how determined they are, no matter how strong they are, God says, look up to me, child, and I will help you. Look up to me, child, and I will deliver you. Look up to me, child, and I will rescue you. So whatever that thing is, let's be assured that the opposition, the opponent, the enemy, the foes, everyone and everything coming against us will not. So we're going to sound like Peter tonight. My father, my father, hear my cry and help me. 
My father, my father, hear my cry and help me. Help me in this situation, in this circumstance, in this dispensation, in this situ- uh, problem. You know what it is you need the Lord to help you in. So go ahead right now. Help me, oh Lord. Help me in my spiritual walk, in my physical walk, in my academic, in my business, in my spiritual walk, in my finances, in my job, with my children, with my marriage, with my friends, with my whole Father, help me, O Lord. Help me, O Lord. In this time, whatever that situation is, whatever that challenge is, whatever that problem is, whatever that need is, Father, help me in the name of Jesus. He's a divine helper. That's what we're praying into today. The divine helper. He hears our cry. Help me, O God. So we're going to pray the next one. Father, help me to remain strong even in the face of opposition, in the face of oppression, in the face of mockery, because I know you will rise up and help me. In the face of opposition, in the face of oppression, in the face of mockery, because I know you will rise up and help me. Help me, O God. Help me to remain strong in the face of opposition, in the face of oppression, in the face of mockery. Father, help me. Help me, O God, because I know you're the only one who can help me. Whatever is an opposition, whatever is an oppression, whatever it is that the enemy is using, the tactics the enemy is using to want to make, to, to bring fear. We just read that scripture, fear not, because I will help you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Psalm 72 verse 12 to 13 says, For he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor also, and him that hath no helper. He shall spare the poor and needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. That's God telling us he will deliver the needy. He will deliver the one that cries to him. He will deliver the poor that has no helper. So what are we doing? We're going to cry to the Lord, my helper. May every threat in my life, O God, be given into your hand. That is, you are deliberately handling, handing every threat in your life. If we remember Hezekiah and his story in either Isaiah chapter 38, or or first king we know that Hezekiah handed his fear he handed the oppression he handed the opposition he handed the mocking of uh, of, uh, what's it called Uh, Salamander and of all the other uh, opponents to the Lord so we're going to cry because the Lord says he will deliver those that have no helper my helper my helper may every threat against me Lord my God may every threat against me cause me to come to you, to hand them to you, to hand that challenge to you, to hand that issue to you, to hand that disappointment to you, to hand that oppression, that opposition, that mockery to you. Hallelujah. That whatever it is that is coming, may we have the courage and the boldness as we we prayed earlier to hand them over to the Lord in the name of Jesus. If we still go back to that that chapter, I mean the the chapter, um, Nehemiah, if you read further in that, I'm not going to go read it because it's a long scripture. It says, Nehemiah was not bothered. Nehemiah was not bothered with all the, all the, the, the enemies attack, the enemies uh, uh, mocking. He was not bothered. He carried on. They carried on building. They were focused on the vision. They were focused 
on the mission. They refuse to acknowledge the obstacles. They refuse to acknowledge the, the, the danger. They refuse to acknowledge the threat. We need to get to that point where no matter what the enemy sets against us, no matter what the enemy brings our way, we are determined to stay focused. We are determined to remain in the hiding place that the Lord has put us and know with surety that the Lord will help us. So right now we're going to pray, Father, like Nehemiah, help me to stay focused in your vision. Help me to stay focused in your mission so that I will not see the obstacles. I will not see the danger to focus on you, O God, as my helper in the name of Jesus. To focus on you as my helper in the name of Jesus. Praise God. As we were talking yesterday, I said, where there's a villain, there's a hero. And when there's a hero, there must be a villain. They both go the same way. So you know when you're asking for a helper, the enemy will come to look for your trouble to see if you really believe that the Lord is your helper and if you will cry out to your helper for what. So you consider the words of Sambalat that he used in this thing. Consider the word. He said everything, every word that the enemy would use as a, as a what's it called, um, a trigger. To start us on that part of fear, the enemy will use. But we must be careful that everything that comes our way, as that scripture back again in Psalm 72, the Lord says the needy, the needy and the poor, the needy and the poor. That's what the Lord was saying. So let's be sure that uh, whatever the situation, whatever the situation we trust the Lord to give us that help, to render that help, to give us the, the, the support we need in our time of weakness, in our time of need, that we know and we know and we know that the Lord, our helper, is always there to help. Hallelujah. Even right now, you may be going through something. The enemy is ganging up against you. The enemy is plotting against us. Circumstances may not be favorable to us. Situations may change against us. People that were nice to us before will begin to rise up against us. Things that were working before will stop working. But... Hallelujah. But even as they plotted against Jeremiah, let's remember that whatever plotting against you is against the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah cried out in chapter 18 verse 19. He said, Lord, help me. Listen to what they are saying that they will do to me. Father, help me. That's our prayer. Lord, help me. You know what the plans of the enemy is regarding me. You know what his ideas are. You know what his agenda is. You know what his, his, his accusations are. Father, help me listen to what the enemy is planning to do look at what the enemy is planning to do and help me oh god my divine helper help me oh god in the name of jesus help me oh god Help me, O God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy is plotting and planning, Lord, you know it. You see it. Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6 is a very encouraging scripture. Ah, Very encouraging scripture. Where we know that God says he will never leave us nor forsake us. We know that our character is not about money. We're not, our motives are right. What we're saying, what we're doing, where we're going, what we're seeing, they are all uh, uh, in the right path. Then we know that the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What will man do unto me? Hallelujah. 
The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What will man do unto me? What can man do unto me? That's our prayer right now. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. What will man do unto me? What can man do unto me? Yes, who can come against you when the Lord is for you? God is for us. No one can come against us because the one who can defeat everything in the entire universe is on your side. He is with you. So anything that rises up against you, the Lord is able to bring them down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. The Lord says he will not do anything without revealing it to his prophets. Hallelujah. So we have the privilege of having secrets. You see, it's interesting when you picture it, you see God whispering into your ears. You go, you see, you, 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 you hear God telling you something. Hey, listen carefully. Let me tell you a secret. You hear God telling you a secret. You see him putting a secret in your heart. You see him putting a secret in your mind. Why? Because he needs you, only you, to know that secret. Because you're the only one who can ask him of, of help or the only one who has asked him for help. So, you know, we saw that with, with, um, but Elijah in Second Kings chapter six, I love that scripture. That while the king of Assyria was doing all his planning, preparing his war and did everything, and all his secret was being let out. Hallelujah! We serve a God who will tell you the secret of the enemy. We serve a God who can know nothing can be hidden from, and He will tell it to you because you are His own. So we're gonna pray, Father. Thank you for you're the revealer of secrets. You are the revealer of secrets. Thank Him. Thank him that whatever secret that you need to know, he is willing, he is ready, he is assuring you that he will reveal that secret to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your the revealer of secrets in the name of Jesus. Whatever secret we need to come out of where we are, whatever secret we need to know to go to the next level, whatever secret we need to know to overcome the enemy, that the Lord our helper will give it to us. The Lord our helper will show us the way. The Lord our helper will direct us. The Lord our helper will help us because that's what he is the helper of our destiny the helper of our soul the sustainer of our life we thank him because that's what he is and who he is and what he will continue to do for us in the name of jesus hallelujah nothing is hidden from the lord I like that. Now, nothing is hidden from the Lord. Ah, Father, hear me. Hear me as I'm saying tonight that whatever my enemies are saying against me, Lord, you will show me what I need to know. You will help me to defend myself and defend the faith in the name of Jesus. Defend the faith is very important. But like I said, I will do researches and sometimes my heart will break. When you hear ministers of God telling you that they're not sure of what the scripture says concerning abortion, concerning homosexuality, Concerning this, concerning that, and you're thinking, and you carry a big Bible. You stand on the on the pulpit of a major church with thousands of people listening to you, and you're telling me you are unsure of what the scripture says. That you need to you need to go back to your helper to help you understand. So we're going to ask the Lord to help us. All the things the enemy is saying, trying to turn our eyes away from what we need to see. Trying to turn our minds away from what we need to know and understand. Lord, help me to defend my faith. Lord, help me to defend your name. Help me to defend my calling. Help me to defend my, my life in the name of Jesus. Because it's only the Lord that will help us to do that. That somebody will come and say, you, your mom, your life, or your Christianity, you say, ah, hey, it's okay, don't worry, don't worry, I can repent tomorrow. There's no room for that. 
There is no room for that. So what can man do unto me? The prayer we prayed before is the same thing. If we know that a human being can kill us physically, as God says, we should not kill, we should not be afraid of the one who can kill the flesh. The flesh will go in the ground, but the soul will have to face eternal condemnation or eternal rest. Which one do we choose to do? We want to take the, 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 the relief from not having been killed or uh, uh, um, punished in this world as opposed to eternity. Spiritual death and spiritual um, uh, celebration, there's no equation. There is no equation at all in that one. So right now you're going to pray, Father, I you, you know what the enemy is plotting against me. Help me, O oh God, to rise up and do what I need to do. Help me, O oh God, to rise up and do what I need to do. If the Lord is saying the only way I can help you in this matter is to give you strength to pray longer, is to give you strength to fast, is to give you strength to go do this or to do that. That's the help the Lord says I'm giving you for this situation because we know that every situation, everything need has a different need. Every need has a different help. So we're asking the Lord to give us the help needed for each situation, the help needed to for to come against the plot of the enemy. The help needed to rise up and use the resources, to use the power, to use the wisdom, to use the knowledge, to use the grace that the Lord has given to us. The help needed to use to disperse the boldness, to express the courage that the Lord has put in us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. One of my pastor friends and I will keep doing this um, Bible study thing every week. And I was saying to her, I said, I don't think we're going to finish this, this piece of scripture. We've been on a particular um, um, book of the Bible for a while now. And no matter how fast we want to go, we find ourselves getting stuck in one chat, sometimes one line or one word. Why? Because we realize that all the things we're seeing in those pieces of scriptures are pertaining to today. They pertaining to what we see and hear and experience daily. So yes, yeah, so when we're discussing, we know that these things, we can't just skim, you know, just let's just skim over it and keep going. No, we have to discuss in depth because that's the only way we understand. So she tells me what she knows of those things. I tell her what I know of those things. We discuss it. How do we go from here? What do we do from here? This is the help God is giving. Yes, I may not know that scripture very well. She may not know it very well. But by the time we sit down together every week and discuss that scripture, we'll find out, oh, I didn't know that before. Oh, she didn't know this before. Now, what do we do? By the time we come away from that altar, we've learned something new about that scripture pertaining to the world that it's right now because she's bringing an experience from her a sphere of influence and bringing an experience from my sphere of influence. And so by next time I come across such things, I know what to do because the Lord has orchestrated it that he created a help before the need arose. That's how God operates. God does not wait for the help to come. The need to come before he sends help. The help is always in place. It's the need that rises up to meet the help. So tonight you're going to pray, Father, even as I move in the rest of this year, Lord of hosts, let me recognize every help that has been set in place for me. Because sometimes we'll see our help and say, no, no, not this one. No, no, I don't, I don't like her. Hey, don't like her, send the person my way. I don't like this person. I don't like that person. That's good. But when God says that's the person I want to help you, what are you going to do? You're going to reject help because you don't like the person's face 
or the person's voice that you will wait a long time because you will pray that prayer and pray and pray until Jesus comes and there will be no answer. Why? Because God has already released the help. The help was released before the need came. So we need to recognize. So Lord, help me to recognize my help to recognize help for each situation, each season, each circumstance, each location that has been set in place for me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Divine helper. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He knows when we need him. He's waiting. Every time, I don't know if anybody's heard me say, maybe Tuesday prayer, maybe you probably would have heard me. I said, God, in Genesis chapter chapter 2, uh, God probably said, come on, just look up, look up. Look up, child. Look up, child. Come on, Eve, look up. Look, Eve did not look up. Eve did not look up. And I was saying to my daughter, that I say, do you imagine that Adam was even standing next to Eve when the serpent was tempting her and Adam never said anything? And they did not look up. And that's what the, what the scripture tells us. Psalm 1 to 1, look up. Your help is up, not down. Your help is up, not in you. Your help is up, not around. Look up, child. Your help is in the hands of the Lord. It's in the mountain of the Lord. So we've got to learn to look up and say, Father, help me, O God, in the name of Jesus. Help me through this time. Help me through this season. Help me through this problem. Help, help me through these circumstances. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and begin to ask the Lord that in this season we're walking into, in these times, this this new week that we're coming into, we need divine helpers. The Lord our God is a divine helper, but we still need divine helpers, physical divine helpers. So let's begin to ask the Lord, Lord, connect me with the divine helpers you have prepared for this week and for this month. Connect me with the divine helpers for the rest of my year. Connect me with the divine helpers in my business, in my spiritual work, in my in my in my, my job, in my family. Connect me. God has blessed me with certain people. There are some people I will call. It doesn't matter what is going on in my life. I will call them. They know me. I will phone them. They will, even when they answer, they don't want to answer. They will have to answer because I will keep ringing and they will answer. And until I've spoken with them, I don't have that relaxation because I always know that when I speak to certain people, they just say, have you done this? Have you said this? Have you thought of this? Oh, okay. That's all. Let's not always think that our helpers must be somebody that will give us money or solve the problem. Your helper might just be the pointer. Oh, this is the way to go. And that's all you need. Your helper might just be the one to say, oh, why don't you say it this way or pray this way or think this way? Or your helper might just be the one that will help you start the praying. So when they start praying, they you say, oh, now this person is praying into this matter. So I know how to go pray. Our helpers can be any way and anything. Let's not be static in the way we want help. Not be static in the way we expect God. Oh, I'm expecting God to help me in this way. And God says, I'm helping you, helping you that way. So when God is doing what he wants to do in your life, because you're focused on what you want God to do, the way you want him to do it, you miss what God is doing. We miss what God is doing a lot of times because of that. So we must always be um, alert as to what the Lord is doing. Always be alert. And remember that Isaiah 43 verse 5. We must remember that. Fear not for I am with you. Fear not. Fear not. It does not matter what we're going through. The Lord is with me. If God is for you, who can be against you? 
Hallelujah. No matter what we go through, the Lord will help us. He will deliver us. He will save us. He will defend us. He will bless us. He will rescue us. He will do for us what no man can do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Just begin to pray and ask the Lord. The Lord, open my ears because Jesus will always say, let he who have ears, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So, Father, open my ears. Then rebuke every spirit of, of blocked ears. Rebuke every spirit of resistance. Rebuke every spirit of refusal and rejection. Rebuke them. Every spirit that will make you miss your divine helper because you don't want to hear that person's voice. You don't want to hear what they are saying. You don't want to know what they are saying. Father, rebuke. I rebuke my ears. I rebuke my ears from being blocked to the right voice. I rebuke my ears from being blocked to the white wise word. I rebuke my spirit from being resistant resistance to the right people, to my divine helpers. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke rejection in the name of Jesus. I have ears, so I must hear because that's what my ears are for. I must hear in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we give you praise. We thank you. As much as I want to carry on and keep going, I know that I have to stop now so we can have time for personal prayers. If we have them, blessed be God forever. But in the meantime, let's just thank the Lord for the words we've heard tonight. Yes, our divine helper. Let's thank the Lord because his creature is come, is consistent in what he has planned and what he has proposed for us. What he has promised, he will not go back on his word. He said it, he will do it. He will bring it to pass. Let's just begin to bless the name of our God and our King. He is great God. He's a mighty God. He's a King of glory, the everlasting God. We honor you, Jehovah, for being our divine helper for promising to help us lord we honor your name and we give you all the praise strengthen us oh god embolden us oh god grant us a courage oh god to call on you when we need help that will not run from you but father will look up to you all the time for the help that comes from you our help comes from not from the east not from the west not from not not from the south not from the central but from you lord our host send us help from your sanctuary in the day of need send us help, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Praise